If you're in our Facebook group, you'll notice that I recently made a post about Anthropic and something big that they have just announced. And that is the fact that Anthropic has launched a paid plan for its AI powered chatbot, which is um, called Claude. So there's a number of different Claude chatbots, kind of like how there's ChatGPT 3.5 or GPT 4, or even if you go to the older versions, DaVinci, right? But Claude is a completely different beast. And I, this is something really, really interesting. So today on the podcast, I'm going to be diving into what this paid plan gets you, what the differences are, and where I see Anthropic in the future in this whole AI chat space. So without further ado, let's dive into it. Welcome to the AI Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The first thing I want to say here is Anthropic, of course, this is the AI company established by former OpenAI staff, and it has unveiled Claude Pro. So this is its first consumer-centric subscription plan for Claude 2, um, which is a text analyst chatbot. And this is priced very interestingly at $20 a month. Um, US or 18 pounds in the UK. And the plan offers quintuple the usage of its free version and the availability to send significantly more messages and priority access during high traffic periods, along with early exposure to new features. So the thing that's interesting here, right, is $20 a month. This is the same price point as ChatGPT for when you get GPT-4 um, Pro. And so it's interesting, right? They're, they're uh, not discounting themselves. They're not saying like, hey, we're a knockoff. They're saying, look, we're just as good as them. Um, I, so I think that pricing fee point is really good. They can't go higher, right? Because ChatGPT and GPT-4 obviously is like the premier, most popular tool. So you can't go more expensive than that unless you're doing enterprise. But for consumers, I wouldn't go more expensive. But if you go less expensive, then you seem like, you know, you're a knockoff. You can't quite do as much. So I think smart move on their part, putting it at the same price point. So the thing I will say about it is you can do um, four times the usage of its free version, like based off of uh, what you can use. This is a great move. Um, and for those that don't know, Claude 2, one of its main selling points is the fact that you can upload massive, like super long. It has a really big context window, so you can upload super long prompts. Um, AKA, you can give it an entire document and say, hey, based off of this document, you can upload a PDF based off of this PDF. Um, and then you ask it questions about it. I've seen people upload like little, like small books and ask it questions about the book um, in the PDF and it will give them an answer. I, for one, use it when uh, ChatGPT's context window is not big enough, right? So typically it's going to be like, I will post like three or four news articles in there and be like, hey, like tell me like, you know, five interesting things where you're like consolidating, like give me five bullet points based off of these, you know, four different news articles about X, Y, and Z topic. And ChatGPT is like, hey, you know, your your question's too long. So I post it into Claude and I'll usually get a great response out of it. So that's typically when I use it. But I, and that's one of the biggest like features from it. Otherwise, the quality of it. I've heard different people like in our Facebook group have had different people say like, oh, Claude is better at X, Y and Z. Um, but person and then like I've actually had some people that say they just switched to exclusively using that. Personally, I feel like I mean, I still personally like GPT-4 a little bit more. Um on most 
most things. I guess it maybe it depends on what you're specifically using it for. But when I need something long, ChatGPT doesn't do it. So that's where I'm going to go. I think interestingly, the price point um, is, you know, coming. I, well, it, obviously, it's the same as ChatGPT. But since its inception in July, Claude has gained attention for its a lot of its advanced features. Anthropic noted in a blog post saying, quote, since launch in July, users tell us they've chosen Claude as their day-to-day -day AI assistant for its longer context windows, faster outputs, complex reasoning capabilities, and more. Um, the company also kind of mentioned that Claude Pro would enable subscribers to make use of the chatbot's advanced um, model five times more than what is available on the free tier, like I mentioned, right? Um, and addressing why there are limits on messages, Anthropic clarified that the substantial computational requirements to run Claude 2 pretty much mandated these restrictions so users can send up to a hundred messages every eight hours which is a boost from the 50 messages per three hour limit that you're going to find with you know chat gpt plus subscribers um which i am a chat gpt plus subscriber so um you know they also specify quote a model as capable as claude 2 takes a lot of powerful computers to run especially when responding to large attachments and long conversations. We set these limits to ensure Claude can be made available to many people to try for free while allowing power users to integrate Claude into their daily workflow. So running AI chatbots obviously is not a trivial financial endeavor. This is incredibly expensive. OpenAI once reportedly um, shelled out, I think around $700,000 daily to maintain ChatGPT. Um, and this, you know, amounts to around $21 million a month. So obviously message limits in Claude Pro can be reached kind of quickly, um, especially if the conversation includes substantial attachments. So for instance, um, if a user uploads the complete text of The Great Gatsby, they'd find their ability to send messages capped at roughly 20 for the subsequent eight hour period. So this is because Claude 2 revisits the entire conversation, including attachments with each new message, right? So it's actually looking at all the previous conversations, everything previously on there. And if you're putting something in as long as like the text of an entire book in there, um, it's going to take, it's definitely going to use more. So Anthropic definitely has, I think, some broader aspirations targeting the development of a next generation algorithm aimed at AI self-teaching. Um, and this was actually revealed in their recent investor pitch deck. So the ultimate goal is to kind of craft visual, uh, virtual assistants capable of a range of tasks, including email management, research, and creative output, along among a bunch of other functionalities. Very, very interesting, right? Um, and since its launch in 2021, it was, you know, spearheaded originally by OpenAI VP of Research Dario Armetti. Um, but Anthropic has gained over $1.4 billion in funding um, at a valuation in the single digit billions so obviously a very impressive figure but it's still far from their estimated five billion that they need over the next two years to realize their vision for ai so that's you know what anthropic saying they're saying if we really want to um you know hit our vision for ai do what we would like to do we're going to need five billion dollars over the next two years which is a fairly big ask but i mean it's not that like out of the question considering microsoft gave OpenAI 10 bill over 10 billion dollars so, you know, I mean, that's still half of what OpenAI has already done, and they have a couple years to kind of get this done. So assuming they get mass adoption and they do some really impressive things, um, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't be able to get to that number. So revenue from offerings like Claude Pro is slated to kind of fund computational capacity. 
the company's roadmap indicates a reliance on, quote, tens of thousands of GPUs to train its models, which is essentially earmarking, I think, nearly a billion dollars for infrastructure spending within the next 18 months. So while Anthropic definitely enjoys the patronage of thousands of customers and partners, including a subscription-based generative AI app from Quora um, that offers Claude 2 and its less, I guess, powerful kind of uh, counterpart, Claude Instant, which is just faster. That's kind of why uh, you'd use that. Um, it still has some pretty stiff competition. So um, for those that don't know, you can go to Poe.com, and that is a platform that Quora owns. And you can access, you can try out Claude today for free. Um, that's typically how I use it when I need it for one-off things. If it ever comes to the point where I'm needing to do, you know, uh, very frequently analyze large documents, then I probably just get a subscription to it. It's kind of a no-brainer. It's really good. I would assume if ChatGPT or GPT-4 improves the quality a bit and um, it comes up with larger context windows, then maybe that kills Claude. I don't know. I do really like having multiple options in the arena, right? I always hate having like one player in the space that like completely dominates. Um, then you get to sort of a monopoly thing and um, a lot of times the, the quality of the products suffer. So I think there are a bunch of other competitors in the field. You have Cohere, you have AI21 Labs, of course, OpenAI is huge. Um, and I think that What's really interesting is OpenAI actually anticipates to generate a billion dollars in revenue next year. So obviously big players in the space making big moves, but I think Anthropic has a really bright future and I'm excited to follow along on their journey. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below.